knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Whiskey and My Tales episode 107. Today is January 9th. We're your hosts, I'm Matt. I'm Gus. Today we're going to talk about the final early times discussion the new ATF laws I barely skirted. <laughs> Some private plane bourbon hunting. Nice. And uh, finally, is the bourbon boom done? Good question. We'll find out that and more on this week's episode. Happy yeah. New Year. This is our first uh, time back. Last week, you guys got a repeat of a great episode. So this is the first time uh, hearing from us this year. Happy yeah. New Year. Hope you had a good holiday. Hope you brought in the rung in the New Year safely and had a good time. That was a great episode. Uh, we were going to do part two, but Graham got sick. So we will push that off to another time. To another time. You get a little housekeeping there. <laughs> so I feel like I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. We got stuff to catch up on. Yeah, it has been a few weeks. We've... Uh, it's just been busy. Even even the few times I think we saw each other at the holidays, it was in passing. Um, so yeah, been busy for we sure. Getting back from we both took a week off work, so work was too busy uh, coming yeah. into the new year. So this week's been pretty hectic as well. But we're excited to be here. And as always, you can use code podcast save twenty percent on everything in the store. And uh, we're floating around a few cool ideas for Patreon that we'll probably bring up here soon. I don't know. We got to run it through patrons first and make sure they're cool with it. But that's right. That's the benefit of being a patron. Yes, yeah. you uh, you get a little input into uh, to how we do things around here. You so. may or may not run the show. So maybe, maybe. Before we get started, I also wanted to do a quick. Um, I don't really know what to call it, but just uh, you know, keeping uh, in your thoughts, mm. um, Ian and his family, and you know, if you know somebody's struggling, you know, there's there's people they can call. So if you if if you're struggling with stuff and suicides on the mind, there's um reach out, yeah, find somebody to talk to. There are a lot of op- there are a lot of resources. There's there's no reason to to struggle and 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 do all that in silence. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't want to. I just leave it at that. Yeah, but Ian, if you're listening, buddy, uh, you know I'm glad you're not paying anymore, but we miss you. A hundred percent. We'll look. F- won't be able to see you next year, and that sucks. But, you know, um, yeah, that's all I want to do about that. So, uh, the hunting season came to a close. Yeah, it did. How many deer, how many, how many deer did you get last year? Last year? Yeah. Oh, it was last year. It was last year. Uh, I don't know. That's last year, man. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I didn't look kill any. 2023, man. <laughs> I didn't either. I, I do five ad- days in a row. Actually, I, didn't even see a deer. I do actually still have an opportunity. That's true. You it's get that it's youth, youth weekend. 
Yeah. Or he's hunt. I have to look and see if the kids are even interested in going. I can't take Gavin anymore because he's 16. So he, I oh, think is he, that the limit? I think he can, because he needs a license, I think he can hunt himself. I'll have to double check. I thought about putting a uh, on our neighborhood Facebook page. Like, does anybody have any young children that want to go hunt? I can borrow one of mine. <laughs> you have to deal with, uh, I'll give you Leah. She's going to talk your head off all day. You're going to put her in like a space helmet or she, <laughs> she's just, just in there by herself? <laughs> all day, yeah. Yeah. Put a noisemaker in there. <laughs> She's, the she can light be a, sedative. She can be a savage, man. She may just run out and kill it by hand. Yeah, I. I mean, I would not be. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that at all. Yeah, it's fucking funny. No, I didn't kill any deer, man. This year was, um, in general, in, from an from an outdoorsman perspective, this uh, tw- this last year was incredibly frustrating. Uh, we were very busy during a lot of different times of the year, and. Between that and kids and, and my regular, you know, job, I just didn't have time to get out like I wanted to. Um, yeah. So that's that's got to get fixed this year for sure. Um, and, yeah, I, I have goals this year for to – I definitely want to kill a turkey this year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I got to get back out in the woods and kill some deer. Yeah. But. I'm going to try and spend more time hunting. Oh, uh, speaking of that, I may be leaving the hunt club. Yeah. We have this discussion every year. This, I know. This is the first year that I think I may be pretty seriously in the same boat. Well, I'm going to tell you why. You so tell. You know how I just have this ability to run into people. Like, I can't, I'm not lucky as far as, you know, winning a lottery or a woodworking project going the way it should or anything <laughs> like that. But I have the ability somehow to just run into people. You do. I and can so attest to this. I told Andy... That last day that I hunted, I said, I'm just going to go buy Cordray's and I'm going to, because I don't want to do it over text. I want to be, you know, because Ken, he's old school, you know. Yep. Don't ask me for favors. So I was like, I'm just going to go over there and just be like, look. And so I, sh- I drove over there, you know, at night after hunting and mm-hmm. I said, hey, look, man, I just, I'm looking for a new hunt club. I need something closer to the house. If there's anything on John's Island that you know of, let me know. Yeah. Um, or something like right around here, right around Cordray's. I don't mind coming up this way. It's just going down 20. I just can't. It's I a can't, long. It's a lot for you, man. It's a it hall. Is. It's a hall. It's a huge. And I can't maintain a piece of property. I can't get out there and, and do what needs to be done. Put in order corn to, out, do yeah. trail, cameras. trail it's, cameras. It's tough. Yeah. It's an hour away. And so right as soon as I say that, the door opens and he looks out the door and he goes, that guy right there with the gray hair, go talk to him. Oh, shit. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I go out there and I was like, hey, my name is Matt, uh, blah, blah. And the guy was like, you know, we got two members that are leaving. And uh, it's, I think he said it was 15,000 acres. So that's not a huge plot, but it's pretty big. 15,000, that's five times the size of our <laughs> yeah, club. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and he's like, um, you know, we have eight club stands, and then everybody gets a personal stand. And then you're not allowed to be within so many feet of each other and mm-hmm. all this stuff. He's like, it's a little more expensive. It's 2100 a year, which I okay. think, I think I, I know that we're, we pay differently, but I think I'm like 14 yeah. a year. So it, it'd be a seven hundred dollar increase, mm-hmm. which is not cool, but it's closer. Yeah, it's closer. Uh, I think it, with that with that truck, I'd get more money out of it. Well, if, with that truck, if you were to drive up as much as you would like to hunt, you'd probably burn yeah. through seven hundred dollars worth of gas a year. That's true. That's very true. But he, uh, I told, told, I was like, the, here's my problems with the current club, and I listed. I'm not here to talk shit, but I listed out some problems I've got. Sure. And he was like, don't have that one. Don't have that one. Don't have that one. He said every inch of that property that has a road he's like two-wheel drive you can get it in two-wheel drive he's really like, and i was like what about a golf cart and he's like you can golf cart it so you can bring Dude. a golf cart there and ride your golf cart around he's like you can get anywhere you want to get yeah 
Um, he's like, outside of a course, if you, if you clear a path for stands or whatever. So, sure. um, so I was like, all right, well, you know, send me the map and I'm going to look at it. So, you know, there's, there's that. Nice. I'm considering it. Cool. Well, if you find out they have other members that are vacating, let me know. That's why I brought interested. it up. That's why I was going to bring it up to you. Yeah, maybe I was going to text you, but like we've both been busy. So. Should be should, should find out if it's if we can write that off. We have been. Haven't I've we? been writing it off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess what I was going to say. I don't know if we'd have enough to justify. Well, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. So we have a couple YouTube. We kind of quit doing YouTube just because it's just it's just not, I don't like it to be honest. Um, it's another world. Yeah, it's just it's not. To do, there's only two of us, and we're running a company okay. and a podcast there and an Instagram go. and a Twitter and a. And a it's that's, just too much. That's that's a different way of saying what I was going to say, which is if you really want to do YouTube and 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 do well on it and yeah. represent your brand properly, you need to have some people that can yeah. dedicate time to it. Or that's all you do and, is YouTube, right? And then yeah. Instagram is only there to promote your YouTube, right? Right. Which exactly. we chose not to do. Right. Fair enough. So here's a, so we've had two videos that have kind of popped off, and so from this point forward, I'm going to record on video so you can watch this part on YouTube. So hello, YouTube. I'm going to answer the questions for the early times ball and bond. That video consistently, I think it's we posted like ten months ago, something maybe close to a year ago. Whenever Sazerac bought it, that's when we did the video. And so I just wanted to go through the comments okay. and straighten some stuff out. That being said, I haven't seen this video. And since we put it up, so mm-hmm. I don't, I don't remember exactly what we said, but I, I remember what we covered. So I wanted to go through and cause recently there's been some hate mail and <laughs> I actually wrote myself a note to tell, uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, uh, I don't think people expect me to respond the way that I'm in the same manner that you're talking to me. Because on YouTube, you want to be like, oh, everybody, you know, keep following me and like and subscribe. We just told you we don't care about YouTube. So if you leave a nasty comment on YouTube or something that I perceive as attitude, I'm going to come at you the way you come at me. So if you come on there and you ask a simple question, you know, we can have a discussion. But when people come in and type in all caps, (laughs) I'm going to respond. So I've been doing that, and and everybody that I've done it with has either stopped responding or they ask more questions and they're chill about it, and and everything's good. So I wanted to go through some questions so for those that don't know just backstory we teach wizzy classes we used to use this bottle of early times bottle and bond i don't know if you can really tell on the camera but i'll throw an overlay up the bottles are different they're shaped different now the caps are different one's plastic one's metal we have been using this plastic top for whiskey classes for a long time and we do them blind nobody knows what it is and then people are blown away at at how cheap it is and how delicious it is. And then we tell the story about bottle and bottle. Right. Right. There's nothing else really to say about mm-hmm. that. We're familiar with this more familiar than the average YouTube page, Instagram page. Probably. Yeah. yeah I because we, we, we use it all the time in classes. We teach it. That's not to say that we're experts. I'm just telling you, we know a little bit more than I drank it once or twice. Sure. That's, I mean, we've been through 50 bottles of this at least. Yeah. All right. So, on the back, it says DSPKY354, DSPKY414 on the plastic top. So, 354 is where it was distilled at, which means there was a mash bill, they distilled it, and then they put it in a government-bonded warehouse, and then 414 is where they bottled it at. They pulled it out of that warehouse, and they bottled it. 354 is located in Louisville. 414 is located in Louisville. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Yes, has to be four years old. So, yes, this is the same juice, but that doesn't mean nothing changed. It was like, nothing changed. It changed. Uh, and I'm going to get to that. So the 414, that's in Louisville, which means they're right there in the same spot. Like, they're, they're distilling it, likely putting it in a warehouse somewhere in Louisville, mm-hmm. and then they're bottling it, okay? And then Sazerac bought it, and so this new bottle... Same thing, DSP KY 354, that's where it was distilled, which is in Louisville. It was bottled in DSP KY 12, which is in Bardstown, which is 41 miles away. Uh-huh. They don't take barrels to Bardstown, just like they, they may not even take barrels to Louisville. It could be the same process. Uh-huh. But the difference here is there's 41 miles now that it's traveling. So they put them in plastic totes, which we... You want to tell that part while I pour? Yeah, so we when we made this original video, we had the an inclination that something was happening during the, the transfer process and the bottling process that changed the flavor. Because as everyone's mentioned, it's it's still a bottled and bond product, so that part isn't hasn't changed. Uh, but whenever we went to Louisville uh, last year to do our... Um, executive bourbon steward Yeah, class. executive bourbon steward class, we took advantage and we... we got to go do a tour of the Brown Foreman Cooperage and speak with some of the folks there. And they confirmed that that is indeed how the juice makes its way over to, uh, to for bottling. They put them in these big, you've seen them before on the interstate or, or anywhere else. They're big plastic totes. Sometimes they're in a metal cage, yeah. uh, but that's, that's how they transfer stuff. And it's clean. It's probably, I'm sure it's sanitized and whatnot. So, but that, now, I brought that up to a master distiller that works for a major company. That There's some of it in here. Everyone knows who this guy is. Brought it up to him, and he said, of that size, they're likely putting it in tankers. Like, just huge tankers. And really? filling these tankers. So, it may not even be plastic totes. could be the tankers. Didn't think about that. I didn't either. And he was like, but you're absolutely right. The profile changed. They're all going to be different because it's a batched product, which means they're not single barrels. They're all going to be batched together to taste a certain way. Yeah. Um, they're to, all the same age. They're all, you know. Blah, to be blah, fair, blah. I think when we had the conversation, now that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking back, I don't think he said, yeah, they're definitely for sure putting them in plastic totes. I think the conversation was that's how they move other things. So yeah. it's a safe assumption that that's the yeah. way they're doing it. Yeah. But putting them in tankers with the, with the volume also with makes volume. sense. Makes more sense. So... I poured on the left um, the new one. On the right is the old one. And I'm going to just turn around and Gus is going to... What's that song? Whatever the real that everybody's making. Yeah. Stupid. I hate it. He's going <laughs> to swish them around. Not that it matters. We're just proving that they're different. But I have a feeling that I'm going to pick the old one. But you go ahead and I'm going to do the same for you. Okay. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to do yours. Turn around. Okay. <laughs> It'd be cool if we're that similar if we did the same thing. Anyway. All right, so I wanted to read some comments. Why wouldn't you do this particular comparison blind? Makes zero sense. We've done it blind uh, a lot of times, but we're going to do it blind for you now. All right? Next comment. Uh, give up neat. The reason, but, well, the reason it doesn't make sense is because we the the... the we we're trying the, to prove a difference. Not. Yeah, the, the goal was not to determine which one we yeah. like the most. The goal was to determine if they taste different or not. Yeah. Uh, latest info receives that it's all brown Foreman juice and Sazerac juice won't be ready until fall of 2024. 
Correct. We, we discussed that already. DSB KY354 on both bottles. It's the exact same juice. But the, the thing is, is, and this is mentioned several times, I won't. Yeah, so bottom and bond is a minimum of four years. Can be longer. Correct. We agree. We said that in the last video. It can be older than four years. It is possible this bottle is older than four years, and this was dumped right at four years so they could start making money. That's a possibility. Nobody knows. I mean, right? It's going to be a tightly held secret. We've asked Brown Foreman. They're not going to tell us. Yeah. The new one's terrible. Definitely not old stock Brown Foreman juice. It is, but let it go. Sad part. I've been trying to find it other times. Yep. Been trying to find right, I'm just going to, just for the sake of time, scroll all the way up to the top. So this is the most recent. This is the video. This is the comment that made us do it. So this says nothing changed. It takes four years to make bottled and bond. So if Sazerac changes the recipe, we won't know for four years. Correct. But something changed, which would be the uh, the process leading up to bottling. Right. So yeah, nothing changed for the juice when it came out of the warehouse. Yes, same juice, but something changed between same juice out of the warehouse and inside this glass. Something changed because it tastes different. Which is pretty much what I said. So here's the question that was back. What do you mean plastic totes? I, we discussed that. Um, so they said they couldn't take the whiskey out of the barrels before four years. It wouldn't be bottled and bond. Correct. Bottled and bond has, there's several before. Every time we have this conversation, I don't list them all. So it has to be done in the same distillation season. That proves it's all the same age. It has to be done by the same distiller, which proves the same stuff. Has to be bottled and bond for four years minimum. So less than four, you're right. It would not be bottled and bond. This is has to be 100 proof. We, we understand there's more than one rule, and we always get – that's the follow-up comment. It's like, you also – it's like, I know. I know. And he said, by the way, I enjoyed your video. So I just said, hey, we're going we're gonna to do this. So I think we covered everything, right? I think so. Okay. Does that make more sense to everybody? Yeah. It's our thought. Everybody says yes. Yes. So while no one knows – but I am telling you that they taste different. If you don't think they taste different, your palate is not tasting a difference. That doesn't mean they don't taste different. My palate, I can taste it. It's different. Your palate, you can taste it. It's different. Yeah, I think part of it is just our familiarity with with the product, with the old one. Yeah. We were so familiar with it. We used it regularly in classes, and so it's like the deer analogy. How deer hear mm -hmm. with the car. If you're driving down the road in your car and you hear something and you ask the guy next to you, like, you hear that? That sounds off. And I'm like, no, I don't hear anything, dude. You know your car. So you exactly. know your car is making a weird noise. I don't know your car. So yep. if you don't know this product, you won't understand that it's a little off. I know this product. I use it all the time. Okay. Good analogy. Thank you. So left one versus the right one. And I can tell on nose alone, which is which. You got some fancy floating in there? Yeah. Good. Alcohol kill it. The colors are basically the same, but the right one seems slightly a tiny bit darker to me. And the right one smells better. I do like the smell of this one better. You like the smell of the new one? This one has more more this one has more of the caramel and brown sugar that I like in Yeah, the right one just smells more oaky for mm -hmm. sure. And that's and that's what happens if something is longer aged. So I would agree that it's possible that it's maybe a couple of months older. And yes, it can change flavors that much. Okay, I can tell on taste. And this is my today's January sixth. I just ruined my dry January. <laughs> Not that I was going to do it, but first sip of the new year. Yeah. So this tastes younger. It, it smells more complex, which means it's probably younger. Um, 
Am I right? Is the right one the old one? I don't know. I didn't move them. Okay. I didn't move yours either. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. I couldn't you don't remember, remember what I said? I couldn't remember which one you said was which. So I was like, shit, I'm just going to not move them. They could yeah. remember. Well, because I did it lazily. I was like, I don't I don't want to forget which position I put them in. So I just was like, I'm not going to move them. I actually did this to the camera. <laughs> and I was like this, and I put them back down. That's funny. I knew that we would do the same thing. That's funny. It was staged. Okay. Well, I, I mean, here's the thing. We, I can sit and, and, and call out notes and, and yeah. the, the, the point is they taste different. They taste different. They smell different. At the end of the day, they just, they taste, they yeah. do not taste exactly the same. I would not hesitate to drink either of them. Neither of them are Ever. bad. We're not saying they're that. both, they're both on my bar. Yeah. I have I, this, same. this is mine. I brought this in and I have a couple of these as well. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just different. Yeah. I that, mean, this is mine. So clearly I drink them too. Yep. Nothing wrong with it, uh, but they're different. So that was that was quick, short, simple, easy video. So there you go. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, you can uh, find it anywhere podcasts are available except YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but you can literally pick up your phone and go, hey, Siri. Watch, I'll show you. Hey, Siri, play Whiskey and Whitetails. And then. Now playing Guns and GS3 hunting for Whitetail. EP by Whiskey Jones on Apple Music. Wow. Close. That was pretty good. I'm going to cut that out. Um, usually it works. I'll, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> yeah. But you can, uh, you can ask Siri to play. <laughs> you can just ask Siri to play Whiskey and Whitetail's podcast and she will play it for you. So uh, thanks for joining. Thanks for watching. Feel free to tell us everything we forgot to say um, in the comments <laughs> below. And have a great day. Yeah. Okay. So back to podcast. I'm just I'm I'm just gonna leave that in the podcast, right? What that whole conversation? Yeah, leave it all in. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'd like you to I'd, I'd like you to see my friends that joined the tasting. What the fuck are those? I don't know, man. But I barely. How do you have one in each? I got two in each. That's what I meant. How do you have two in each? I have no idea. I don't know where they came from. Where the fuck could they have come from? Do I have stuff in mine? No, you don't have yours. Somehow, this is not the first time this has happened on this podcast where you give me a glass and pour something, and I got shit in mine, but you don't. I think you're doing it on purpose. I'm not. You saw me when I got here. I pulled the glasses out and I sat them out here. I'm just telling you what I'm what I'm observing. I wonder if they're like carpet mites or something. Dude, there's one in here. It's alive. Whatever that is. There you go. What? It's like a silverfish. Where are they coming from? What is it, you think? It's coming up. It's going to jump up my nose <laughs> and into my brain. And it's gonna... <laughs> well, if you know. want, you can have this cling. Or there's a cling glass right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, that's odd. I mean, I guess if I had to, I would drink it, but I'd, I'd rather not. There's silverfish, right? That's what that is. I think that's what that's called. I really don't know. Yeah. Well, he's going to go for a sip. Boop. Sorry, fella. Not actually sorry. Did we, have you tried blending them together? No, let's do it. What if that tastes good? I don't know. I think it just, it just tastes the same. It defaults back it to the. It smells way better. Do, a do a, do a splash of each. Damn. Well, hopefully you went from the video to here to be able to witness this because, wow, that's almost that's almost birthday bourbon smell. No way. I don't know. You tell me. You just you've had birthday bourbon since I have. But I haven't had it in a while. Yeah, just had some a couple weeks ago. To me, that smells like birthday bourbon. That's another that one of the comments said that this is a different mash bill. I didn't verify that, but I I thought Brown Foreman used the same mash bill for everything. That does smell really. It, it does smells smell like birthday bourbon. Do, you, okay. Funny, funny to just to prove, and maybe yeah. maybe you put it a little bit in my head. Who knows? But when I smelled it, 
like immediately brought me back to that bar at at the Brown Foreman Distillery yeah. downtown. Like yeah. that that vibe, that feel, like it just you know how we talk about. Don't tell me what it smells like. Tim, what it reminds you yep. of? I thought it. That's what I did too. I thought about us buying the bottles of yeah. Brown of Birthday Bourbon. The box they gave it. They were like done yeah. up in the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I felt like. It doesn't taste like Birthday Bourbon, but no, I think it smells like it. Yeah, it's good. Good. Speaking of that, um, we will have Jackie's eye can on the podcast. Yeah, soon. Working out details. Very cool. Very uh, cool. I have a, a gentleman that I I met on um, the Go Wild app. Yeah, he is a um, interesting fellow. He wrote a book. I purchased the book and need to read it. Uh, I want to read it first before we have him on. But he was like a, uh, from what I can gather, like successful. You know, business guy, corporate world, designer suits, luxury cars, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, just wasn't wasn't feeling it, man. Wasn't getting any kind of fulfillment that he wanted in life. And so he started getting outside and hunting. And it's his, the book is his whole story. What are you doing there? Nothing. Packing a fatty. Putting a big old dip in my chaw, my dip, <laughs> chaw on my lip. Um, so yeah, he 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 decided to to go to back to his, his ancestral roots, and you guys want to watch me puke for <laughs> for an hour? Um, Video's off, uh, or hear me puke for an hour? But um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to having him on the bike and hearing his story about I'm going from too. I like that from that lifestyle to uh, getting back outside and embracing our our ancestral. Stuff when mm-hmm. eating liver, liver mm-hmm. king. Is that who it is? No, it's not. I, you couldn't pay me to have him on this podcast. Speaking of maybe, liver king, maybe, we maybe haven't given a test update in a while, but we talked about it before. The po- We're not going to keep going depth here, but uh, whoa. I'll say. I'll just say this: if you're if 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 you're a guy in mid to if you're not waking if up, you're, <laughs> if you're if you're over thirty and you're just tired whatever the case may be next time you have a physical just ask the doctors to check your your hormone levels yeah the amount of stuff that we expose ourselves to and daily products and the things that are put into food and stuff uh i learned that the baseline average testosterone level in men is 25 percent lower today than it was 30 years ago and instead of addressing that issue the uh, medical community and insurance companies just changed what the range is. Yeah, they dropped the range. They dropped the range to make sh- to make everybody be normal. Um, yeah. It, the, the benefits are well worth... Tell you what. Well I'm, worth it. I'll, I'll leave it at that, but... I'm productive. It's, yeah. I, well, maybe we'll do like a segment, but I don't feel like we have too much to go over today. I wanted to talk about this, the, the, the new ATF laws that I skirted. So oh, do you know what a polymer 80 yes. is? Yeah, I do. So for those that don't know, polymer 80 is a... 80% complete, basically, pistol um, lower. So you can buy a Glock 19 lower, which is where the serial number goes. Like if you were to buy a Glock and you pull the slide off, that bottom piece there, that's your lower, The they have a serial number on the bottom of it. Well, if it's 80% complete, it's not a firearm. So it's there's no serial number. So you can buy these for 100 bucks. Sometimes they're yeah. $80. I mean, they run sales. So you can buy this for $100. Then you have to buy a jig. Um, the jig is an ATF controlled, so you have to ship it to an FFL. Okay. And then you go get this jig, and then you drill it out. You finish completing it, drill all the holes, and then you have a ready-to-assemble lower. 
for a Glock pistol. Or if you have a, if you're a criminal and you want to be illegal and you have a uh, 3D printer, you can 3D print these jigs, uh-huh. which I don't have a 3D printer, so, you know, but I may know somebody that is an FFL ATF agent, C, double agent, you know, totally legal guy that has a jig. But anyway, so you could buy these things. So anyway, so I had been like back burner, back burner. This was a Tuesday. Uh-huh. Tuesday night, I'm talking to somebody. He's like, dude, just they're on sale. Any Glock you want to build, just buy them. And then you'll have them sitting around. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, I want to build a 19. I want to build a 21. And I want to build, um, I don't remember what the other one I bought was. But anyway, so I bought these three lowers. On Wednesday, the very next day, the ATF declared that these things are firearms, <laughs> and you have to now register them as you would a pistol. Uh. So I literally bought them 12 hours before they became illegal. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think they were going to ship them, but they did. Interesting. So I have them, and they're totally legal to own. They're pre-ban, if you will. Interesting. But I find that fascinating that they've been available forever. Yeah. And I just happened to buy it the day before they were illegal. Lucky you. I may not ever do anything with them, but it's cool to have. Yeah. Could be worth something one day. Could be. Could barter something with it. Maybe. I don't know that you can get rid of them. Probably well, I don't know. Not. They're pre-banned, so I don't know. That, that, that doesn't gra- know the, the, the grandfather's you for having him, not I'd have to l- someone else. You know, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'd probably never get rid of them. I'd probably just because I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Have I ever told you the $100 parable? No. About money not being real? Oh, my. Do tell me. Yeah, this is fun. I wrote this down as well. Well, I didn't read. I'm going to tell you off my memory. So there's, like, there's, say, you. You go into this town, Mm -hmm. and you need a hotel room for Mm -hmm. the night. Mm -hmm. And so you find this hotel room, and on the front of it, it says, 24-hour refunds if you're not happy. Okay? So you go in there, and and you ask, and he's like, yep, that's right, 24 hours. If you're not happy with the room, I'll give you a refund. So you check in at 5 p.m. You give the guy $100 for the room. He takes that $100. He owes the butcher 100 bucks. He takes that butcher that $100 bill and, and liquefies his debt with the butcher. The butcher owes the blacksmith $100. So he goes to the blacksmith, give him that $100 bill. Mm-hmm. The blacksmith's now like, you're clean. You're good to go. So the blacksmith, he owed the AT&T guy $100. So he goes to the cell phone store and gives him $100. Do we sell blacksmith? Either way. Gives him a $100 bill. His bill's clean. That AT&T guy had gotten a night at the hotel, so he owed the hotel guy 100 bucks. So he brought him that same 100 like, here's $100. So now all those guys are even. And then you come in and go, it's now 7.30 p.m., and you're like, change my mind. Don't want to stay here. He gives you your $100 back. But now everyone is even. Just because they exchanged a piece of paper. Right. And so the parable is, like, money's not real. It's just something that you agree to assign a value to that you will allow to alter the way you live your life. And I found it interesting because it's a thought provoker. It is a thought provoker. Yeah. I wish our I wish our, our lives didn't depend so much on on money. On having money. Yeah. And it, but then I was like maybe the only re- we all agree to adhere to money. Um and then we're the ones that don't have it. The government's got it all. It just makes you wonder. Yeah, and you know what else I thought about today? What, the fifty billion dollars fifty million dollars in Ukraine? Mm. No, it was billion with a B. Yeah, it was with a B. Pretty sure. I wonder how much we spent in Iraq. I know we spent trillions in Afghanistan. It makes me wonder, like, instead of sending all that money, could we have just, you know, loaded up all the shit we left in Afghanistan and sent it over to them? Would have been cheaper. <laughs> Fuck. 
What a joke. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted to, to give that quote. I know you read it the other day. I put it in my, my I sent it somewhere personally, but uh, I've, I really like this quote. And the guy that said it is a Marxist. Nice. And if anyone knows to not trust the government, it's a Marxist. It's a Marxist, right. But he said, uh, he said, I thought he died. He said, um, not the Marxist guy. So, oh, the Marxist guy I think is dead. Oh. I'll talk about something else. Anyway. Um, he said, sheep will spend their whole lives. Oh, that was a great quote. Yeah. Scared of the wolf. And I've always considered myself a wolf. Not that. Uh, let me just say the quote. Sheep will spend their whole lives scared of the wolf to eventually be eaten by the shepherd. Yeah. And I love it because, like, the wolf thing, you know, it's like they're scary maybe, uh, but you know what you're getting with a wolf. You know it's going to be just a raw deal. That's what the wolf does. Mm-hmm. Would you rather take your chances with the wolf, maybe survive, or put your trust in something that eventually betrays you and eats you? It's tough. I like it. It's a good quote. Yeah. That was a fun quote. Okay. Um, this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I wanted to talk about the airplane. Are you going to be able to go on a private jet? I don't know. I still don't know. You can when, say when, no. When is this? January Oh, this 21st. is coming up. Yeah. It's like two weeks. Oh, I might not even be, be able to the 21st for it's a Saturday. other reasons. Okay. Yeah, I won't be able to do that probably. I'm going to film it. So I've got a okay. um, crazy story, which happens with me talking to people. Uh, there's a liquor store that they do these big releases and they have one on the 21st. And the guy was like, I want to do something with you guys one day. And so I had this idea. I was like, you know, I got a friend that has a plane to be fun to fly in his plane. And like, I'm going to make the real look like we just found out about, it's going to be a, it's going to be a story. Uh, we just found out about this bourbon drop tomorrow. And it's so important that I get there. So I, and I can't get there in time. I booked this private plane. Yeah. And I'm going to fly this private plane to go buy bourbon. So he's going to let us in early, get some filming done. I'll film people rushing in. I'm not yeah. going to buy anything. I don't really care. But, um, so I'm telling the guy, I was like, here's my idea. And he was like, what kind of plane is it? It's like, I don't know. So I reached out, it's a Piper. So it's a twin engine turbo jet. Nice. You know, the, what, like what the cartel used to use to move drugs. Cause you can apparently like load them down with weight. Oh yeah. Care. So I was telling him and he was like, if it can land and under 2,500 feet, land and take off at 2,500 feet, I have an airstrip in my backyard. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. The guy what? that owns this liquor store, yeah. Has a, 
Is this one of those? Is this one of those resident like neighborhoods that I don't know. The, everybody's aviators? And it's like you know, have you seen those before? Yeah, where I have, I have. The houses are built around a golf course, but There's in this one case, in, it's on the border of Georgia, not not far from here. Yeah, and everybody's house has a hangar attached yep. to it and shit. It's yep. wild. John Travolta lives a place like His that. Is a little nicer. The one, <laughs> the one I'm you talking seen that about. One yeah, that one's. It's if you wild. haven't seen that, you should look up John Travolta's airport house. Yeah, it's it is. He wild. literally has a terminal attached to his house. Yeah. Like the one in Georgia, it's it's just like grandma's house, and there's a shed back there you put your plane under, yeah. and then there's a runway out there. It's yeah. not it's not that fancy. But John Travolta's is like LAX <laughs> in his backyard. Yeah, they took a like like a wing and a gate, you know, like a whole yeah. terminal and one in a single yep. gate or two, and just so crazy. attached it to like. And he has two planes. He has that small jet, and he has that jumbo. He jet. He has that giant fucking like yeah. house on wings. That's wild. Yeah, that sounds crazy. cool, man. I'll I'll talk to I'll talk to to Jessica and and see we have something scheduled that's on the on the calendar. But if it doesn't end up happening and she's all right with it, then you know, got kids and shit to worry about. Mm-hmm. Something happens, so it's different. Yeah, no, I'm not concerned. And if and, and the, your, the the friend, what's his name, the pilot, Andy. Yeah, Andy, if you're listening, it's it's nothing personal. It's just you know, wives. So the average, I'll give you this. worrying the average pilot. That owns his own plane mm-hmm. will fly fifty hours a year. Really, that's the average. Yeah. And the reason that number is there is because they double it for cheaper insurance. If you want cheaper insurance, you have to fly a hundred. He's twenty hours away from flying a hundred in a year. Oh wow! So he flies a lot. Okay. He's very experienced, and he—that's what he did in the Air Force. So it's not his first right, right. role. And he's certified. In, like if you fly. A airplane with two engines, you have to get a, another It's cert. just a different yeah, certification. Yeah, so yeah, he's, yeah, He's got all of that. All right, fair enough. But, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm looking forward. I think that's going to be fun. That that does sound like fun. And then, I mentioned it in Patreon, but did you see what I said about the bourbon boom? Yeah, and had tequila mm-hmm. outselling bourbon last month or last whatever it was. It was last quarter, barely, but last month, tequila outsold bourbon. Um. That allocation getting ready to get a lot easier to find. You know, that's funny for South Carolina. That's another topic. Let me write that down. Because it could affect more states than just here. Mm-hmm. Sazerac changed their... Uh, and I wasn't told this directly, so I can say it out loud. I think this is probably privileged information, but... Anyway. Um, uh, what were we talking about before that? Oh, so, yeah. The MGP... Mm-hmm. Is lowering their prices for that's right non distilling producers for NDPs to buy. Yeah, because they the demand was yeah, dropped. The man the demand was so high because everybody and their mom was starting a whiskey company and they were buying bourbon from MGP, blending it right, and then throwing a bottle and putting their sticker on it and being like, "Hey, guess what?" And then everybody and their mom was starting their own distillery and trying to do something cool or you know whatever. It's been, yeah. I mean, we've all seen it. It's just. We're like, what's going on? Well, with the economy and the fact that you can't go to the grocery store and buy anything for less than a hundred dollars, God, dude, just the people's spending ability is going down. I saw a a reel or a video of a grocery store in New York City. Now you've you've traveled enough to know, like, if you go to a little like neighborhood market in Bethesda, Maryland, it's going to be more expensive than, yeah. than you know heading Walmart, up the road to yeah. Walmart or Target or somewhere else. It just it just is. So I don't know where this grocery store was. But I'm talking about boxes of cereal for like twelve dollars, mm. like eleven dollars for a dozen eggs. It's insane. I don't know how people are living in places like that. 
it's it's not much better here or anywhere for that matter, but still, it's all it's just, extremely high. It's wild, and it creeped, and everybody's like, you know, who hurt you? That's what I keep saying. It's like when people start bitching about stuff, they're like, who hurt you? It's like that's not an acceptable. That's just you being dismissive. That I'm hundred percent dismissive. Yeah. yeah, it's not. That's not you answering the question. It's like who hurt me? You know who hurt me? You know why I feel this way? Like it's yeah. it's insane that we spend this much money overseas and we can't leave it here to help keep stuff, dude, affordable. It just it just further goes to show that money isn't real. Just goes to show money is only real outside of the United States. In the United States, aren't the taxable income is not real here. It only works outside this country. Apparently, yeah. it's fucking weird. Anyway, they uh, yeah. So those are going down. If you're trying to get single barrels right now, you pretty much anywhere you can get you. I mean, except Buffalo Trace, but you mm-hmm. know, pretty much anywhere because their line's so long. Yeah, you can get single barrels. I mean, smoke wagon. You can get single barrels from smoke wagon right now if you wanted to buy one. But hmm. which I don't know what a smoke wagon single barrel would taste like. I don't know if they've ever even seen one because be, everything be, he does is blends. That'd be a fun single barrel to do. It'd just be a barrel of MGP. Yeah. So it'd be fun though. Yeah, it'd be cool to have the bottle. But yeah, so um, I'm interested into seeing if the bourbon boom is finally over. If people are going to stop buying, I can tell you this because you know I go to liquor stores all the time. If not to buy, just to look. Mm-hmm. And I have found that there's allocation on the shelves. Pretty much, I mean, I, there's a I can tell you where there's a Russell's 13 in Charleston right now. It's 380 dollars, but yeah, it's there. There's some. Um, they got Pappy. They got Weller. They got. I mean, you can. I've seen Booker's, the new Booker's. Usually, that's like sucked up, and I've seen it fast, several places. Yeah. yeah, somebody posted the other day. Um, a couple of liquor stores out near me had had a number of different things, and people were like, "Hey, this is available over here. If you want to, if you're willing to pay this or that." Yeah. And it's usually that stuff isn't even on the shelf long enough for most right. people to notice that it's there and make a post. Exactly. And then people were like, "Yeah, I, I just went by. It's still there." Yep. So people just aren't. They're not going to buy it. Spending. I think it's the nostalgia is gone. Like you've spent, they've spent two years now buying you know overpaying putting shit on a credit card and paying it off not me yeah <laughs> and, uh, no way no way and now people are just not doing it i i quit doing it what five months ago yeah like i haven't outside of something that i really want sure. i just i'm not buying i haven't bought anything yeah and I, then the liquor store owners are like where you been did you find a new store and i'm like no dude i just I, I mean i'll come by and say hi but i haven't bought anything yeah. in a long time yeah oh well i mean what are you gonna do it'll be interesting to see what happens though the um the landscape is changing for sure. Well, everybody's going to tequila, and I started a tequila page. Did you? <laughs> and all I'm going to do, I want to learn. So uh-huh. all I'm going to do is learn and post what I learned, but I'm not going to make any content. I'm going to take it from other people and reshare. That's yeah. all I'm going to do. And I'm interested to see, because there's not a lot of tequila pages. So if you want to be a tequila influencer, now's the time. I mean, there's literally eight yeah, eight to ten like large tequila accounts. A lot of them are are just small. So I tell you, some of the most liked tequila pictures are bartenders that are just making drinks. Yeah. So there's not a lot of information out there, but there is a lot on TikTok. I found, but I'm not going to do TikTok. Stick to Instagram. It's just TikTok's easy. I mean, Instagram is easy. You want to pop that? I do. Just what is it? I've been waiting. Introduce since we bought it. Um, just a sip on it. Oh, just a sip, and then we'll finish drinking it. Just the sip. So this, well, we picked this up a few weeks ago before Christmas when we were doing that class. Yeah. Um, we went to Dante's Spirits and out in uh, Mount Pleasure. Mount Pleasant. And I picked this up. So store pick, Woodford Reserve, Double Oaked, which we both enjoy. And uh, yeah, should be... Nice. Should that be good. good. Pop. It was a good pop. 
those that don't know what just the sip is, we oh. usually do samples that people send in, but we're going to do our own sample this time. Very spilly on that. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, we're just going to smell it, taste it, give you an example, a sense off of it, and that's it. Just one sip, one, one, what is it? One, one sip, one. We got to f- make it even worse. Like two sips, one. <laughs> two guys, one sip. <laughs> two. Two pours, one sip. Yeah, two pours, one sip. Anyway, that's that's a shirt. It is a shirt. Caramel, hardcore. But that's uh, very prominent with Double Oak products. Yeah. You know, they said that this was going to be impossible to get because of the bottles, but I still have no problem finding wood for Double Oak. This is probably one of my favorites. Like, if you want to try strong flavored bourbon, find a and Double Oak. What's funny Oak and what I like about it is that it's only. Uh, 90 proof 90.4 yeah there's not a lot of burn it's not it's not there's not a lot of burn it's nothing crazy and we've talked about this before i'd the 90 to 110 like that 20 20 percentage point range in terms of uh you know alcohol by volume is where i feel like I, my palate tastes mm-hmm. the most flavors and that yeah 80 to 110 and this, and this is it's just good yeah or 90 to 110 90 to 110 yeah okay hmm it's like a velvet oak door. Yeah, it doesn't have um, very like, soft. It is very soft. It's uh, it's very subtle in its flavors. It doesn't have some of the notes. Some of the tannin notes are not as strong as uh, the yeah. pick that we had from Gibby's. Mm-hmm. Um, but still very good. You need to change my mind on tannins and, and age. Who Aaron? That podcast we did with him. Yeah, and he's like people. Assign a year to it is that that's what makes it good. Like it's oh it's under four years. Like he's he's getting here. He might be because of twenty twenty in twenty twenty there was not a lot of stuff made. They're all making hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. So we're getting to that point now where we're three years. You know the nineteen ninety nine or the twenty nineteen stuff is is now being put out the mm-hmm. door at three four years old. So next year there's not going to be not going to be a lot to choose from in the three to four year range. And think about that. It's true. But he was talking about he may have to uh, put out a under four years, which, you know, you're going to have to disclose that on the label. Sure. And I was like, dude, taters are going to freak. Everybody's going to be like, they, they ran out of juice because he's got to put this young stuff out. But, you know, he was telling me, remember on the podcast, he was like, it's the, it's the, I don't care how old it is. It's the flavor. He's yeah, like, so some it tastes of this four year old stuff is way more complex. Once right. you get seven, eight, you know, some of the stuff just, it's already over oaked, it's mm-hmm. over aged. And all you get is tannin. Well, especially in the environment that they're they're yeah. they're barreling stuff in. Yeah. So it's it's, it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. That was uh it's pretty good. That was just the sip. Just the sip. Mm-hmm. Such a groovy groove. It's a great groove. So uh we gonna hunt any ducks. Yeah, I'm going Monday. Do you wanna go? You wanna go on Monday? Yeah, I might try to go with you Monday. Yeah. The Taking Monday that's a holiday? Jeff. Or, or this coming Monday? This coming Monday. Okay. Because uh, I was gonna, we were going to go Thursday, but it rained mm-hmm. all day Wednesday, so I didn't go. It's foggy shit. And then next Thursday looks really good, but it's going to rain all day Tuesday and Wednesday. So next Friday looks good as well. Okay. So I'm going to take Jeff Monday if you want to go. And then I might go again Friday. All right. Might do that. We'll see. Yeah. We should have planned... Let's plan like another duck hunt next year or this year. Yeah, we should. Like in the winter. 
I'd like to do some duck hunting. I'd, I'd really, in a perfect world, would like to get the majority of my deer hunting done in October. Yeah. And duck hunting. Or early, early, early November and, and open up December to go do some legit duck hunting in January. Like, go somewhere. Go back to Arkansas. Go to Louisiana. I liked uh, Real Foot. That was a lot of fun. So we can do the same, a similar thing down in, uh, down in Louisiana. In My the, dad the basin down there <clears throat> went to Louisiana with uh, his family, and they, um, I guess it was really long days. Yeah, probably. And, and they didn't; they weren't very successful. But yeah. oh. I think we should try and get like that first opening week. Yeah, when the ducks are not ready. But we got to we got to go somewhere cold. I don't know enough about. That's the thing I don't know about it. Like I don't know enough about duck patterns and how they follow weather and and. I know that there's a different flyways yeah. and that they migrate that time of year, but I, I don't, I don't know what's the best time to be out there or anything like that. We should probably look into that, but I also think we should invite Patreon. We should go duck hunting with Patreon. Yeah, I'd be down for that. We should find, um, I bet we could find an outfitter that would love to have us come and do some content. Maybe we get a little discount. Yeah, we got. Well, basically, now we have a whole whole year to we'll bring them whiskey and a whole year to work it out, figure it Let out. Let me add that to the to do list: duck hunt with Patreon. And we still need to, if you're listening and you're a Patreon member, we've been talking about this, but for those that are listening and, and on the fence about joining Patreon, these are the kind of things we're looking to, to, to do and plan. And we're currently also working on putting together a uh, a public land yeah. whitetail hunt. We get together and camp out for a long weekend or a week yep. or whatever, shoot the shit and hunt and just have a good time. We're 100% doing that this year. I think we're going to do it in North Carolina. Oh, perfect. Um, it seemed to be pretty central. Cool. It's not too far from, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. The uh, Also, patrons, you're getting, you'll be getting a gift soon. Mm-hmm. They're completed. Gus showed me a picture of them. Uh, he meant to bring them today, but, yeah. Took me long enough, but we figured it out. Yeah, we got it done. This is one of one. Never made these before, so. And this is all in-house, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a challenge, but uh, it was fun. So you guys will be getting those here soon. Um, not everybody, but almost everybody, I think. How many did you... Uh, I did all of them on that list, yeah. but some of them haven't hit their yeah their point yet. So you're getting a one-year uh, anniversary gift is what you're getting. Yep, yep, yep. So they're done. We'll be shipping those out here soon. As soon as I get them, I'll, I'll, I'll put them in the mail. Um, yeah. Okay. I think we covered all the things on the list. Yes. Is there anything... That you had burning in your chest, like sudden adult death syndrome, or <laughs> I'll tell you this: do not, do not go to Google News and type in sudden death or died suddenly or or any of comment. Don't do that; it'll scare you. Do do one better and uh, do it on DuckDuckGo, where it's not so su- where the yeah. results are not so suppressed. It will scare you. Well, it doesn't scare me. Well, I mean, I don't know why it's happening. You know, nobody knows. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. There's nothing that's happened in the last few years. No, no, no there's no substance that people were were forced to put in their bodies multiple times without. I mean, without, without real aliens information are real about now, it. it could be aliens. It could be. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, you got to keep your mind open, dude. You it also just, could be the simulation just shutting down. It could be the simulation. It could be uh, these guys' tokens ran out. You know what I was thinking? They wanted, maybe that was the whole point is like whenever the Hadron Collider happened until now, that was the simulation. And then it's like these guys are like, I don't want to live much. I don't want to do, play much past 
I want to see what it's like to go through. I switch to another game. A scamdemic. I mean, a pandemic. <laughs> I want to see what it's like. So once it's over, yeah, you know, pull me out. And they're like, yeah. all right, that'll be five thousand six hundred eighty-four dollars to live for three years. Wow. So maybe people are just their their codes checking out. Interesting. Yeah. I really believe that hadron collider thing. I think it's really fun to think about. I really believe it. We're that's it's either that or we're in a simulation. I don't. I don't. It's so bad now. You know, I joked around about this, I don't know, 40 episodes ago. <laughs> and so in that time frame, in 40, 50 weeks, I have really convinced myself. Like when I watch something about the history and they talk about like in 1870 and they start talking like bullshit. Didn't happen. There's no way. It makes no sense. That's not what happened. Like somebody wrote that. But then you start thinking about it and it's like, oh, shit. I had a closing statement for... For the early times thing. So bonus number two, if you're still around. So simulation, right? Uh Okay, so how hard would it be to write all of this history? Pretty hard, I think. Unless you had AI chat GPT doing it for you. Oh, my God. So I asked chat GPT, this is all I asked, why does early times bottled and bond taste different after Sazerac bought it? And I'm going to read it word for word. Okay. It's possible. This is what Chat Beachy said. This is the response. It's possible that there were changes made to the production process or ingredients used in the production of early times bald and bond after it was purchased by Sazerac. It could also be that your perception of the taste has changed or there are variations in flavor from batch to batch. Without more information, it's difficult to say for sure what might be causing the difference in taste that you're experiencing. That's wild. Isn't it? I'm going to be using that to write papers. It's wild as shit, dude. I mean, it really covered every base. Like, we know the ingredients didn't change. Our perception didn't change because we're sitting here side by side. But it's saying without more information, it's difficult to say what could be causing the difference in taste that you're experiencing. So now I really believe we're in a simulation because <laughs> that's insane. That I didn't think that it, I didn't think it was that. I know it's smart, right? Sure. But I never would have thought it would give him that in depth of an explanation about something that we're just bullshit about. No, there's crazy. Enough, I mean, you're looking at it right there. There's enough people. There's enough people bullshitting about it apparently that it's able to pull information and make some. It took it five seconds to give me that response. Five seconds. Huh. So interesting. We're living in a simulation, bro. That's that's one of the sound clips you pull out and send to me, and I'll I'll post that in a reel. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to follow that up or what to say to that. I'm just saying, like, we're we're life isn't real. Oh, okay. This is all a joke. It's all. It's just all. Like we're in this room with the windows closed. We can't see outside. As far as we know, there's nothing happening outside. Our simulation is paused. What about Kim Block? Dude, that's nuts too. <clears throat> Isn't that fucking sad? Yeah. Did you see that? That happened the same day he posted that picture with his daughter who yeah. rebuilt that Jetta or whatever mm-hmm. that was. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. What's what's crazy? What I what I like about it though, like I, I know everybody like everybody's like I don't want to die alone. To be honest say. with you, I think I'd rather die alone, unless it's like you're on your deathbed and you're surrounded by loved ones, friends, family, whatever. But a, but de- a, a death tragic like that, accident. I don't want my wife. I don't want anyone to see, to see it. No. Mm-hmm. And so he, you know, they they came back. He was he didn't come to the bottom of the hill or whatever. So they went back looking for him, and he was he was dead on on arrival. 
Um, so I wonder, mm. was it instant or did he get a second to go? I fucking knew it was coming, dude. <laughs> I knew, I knew eventually I was going to kill myself with a piece of equipment. Well, I got to thinking like, you know, we, we have people, he, call them heroes, call them people you look up to, people you idolize, people that are um, idols in their particular field. It isn't, it isn't too often that we get to see those folks go out doing what they love. We see, we see it, I think, more often in, in motorsports, right? It happens to race car drivers every few years. Um, but dying, doing what he loved on, on a vehicle, probably having a great time. Yeah, if you'd asked him to pick a way to go, maybe that wouldn't have been his answer. Maybe it would have been surrounded by his friends or family. But I bet I in, in a short list of top five, I bet. I mean, you think he lived that long doing that stuff because he wanted the money, or you think he truly enjoyed it? I think he could have quit. He's he's filthy rich. I think he truly enjoyed it. Oh, absolutely. So I think he would have picked that over. That's uh, what I'm saying. Shot in the head, drinking a mai tai on a, yeah, on a beach. The somewhere. only thing I could could think differently is he he might have wanted to be in one of his other cars. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But other than that, like I think he's, I think he's probably if he's looking down on on this and however this works, I think he's probably pretty happy that it happened, not while taping, not with a bunch of people watching. Yeah, you know, it was a private moment just to himself. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Anyways, sorry to end on such a fucking downer, but my point was that maybe he was like, if he was part of the simulation and it was his time to check out, but we have all this history that was that just pro that must have been all just programmed in. Yeah. I mean, you've seen it. They've created children's books. They've you sell the guy on Amazon that sells children's books. Yeah, shut up. You're you're just you're getting in on my uh, my future business endeavors here. That's so wild. <laughs> have you is, seen it though? I have, dude. It was a, he sells it for he, four. Um, it was four. So it was he, less he than had, five bucks. He had Chat Beachy create a children's book for mm-hmm. him, and then he had an AI drawing thing, which we've experienced. I play. I've seen yeah. stuff from the yeah, AI yeah. drawing. Pretty crazy. I've right? done that before too. Yeah, it's wild. So he had the the AI drawing illustrate the book. He created the book, uploaded it to Kindle on Amazon, and was showing it was five dollars, and he'd sold forty five thousand copies of it. Yeah, I doing it no up. work. That's over two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, doing no work. It's wild. Oh, I sent it to you. That's right. I said, "Here's our here's our next game plan." It makes me wonder, like, what all the other BS goes along with posting something to Audible, like, yeah. or, or or whatever for Kindle. It can't be that easy. But also, for that much money, I'll figure it the fuck out. Yeah, because I don't have anything else going on. Dude, it's like we I took a week off and did nothing with it. I should have I should have taken a week off and done that. I uh kind of took a I kind of took a break from whiskey and whitetail stuff, mostly in the shop over the the holidays, but I was I was in there with Jessica doing stuff with the laser, figuring that yeah. out. She's getting the hang of it really good. Yeah. We're narrowing down uh name for the company, so that'll be kicking off soon, I think. Nice. That'll be good. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Be busy, but uh beats being Unemployed, I guess. Busy's good. My um, my wife is putting in her uh, two month notice today. She is. So I would like to give her a congratulations for I doing would, twenty years of service. I would also like in the dog grooming community. That's uh, that's twenty years of work. She, Very cool. Um, she's obviously not going to be done working. She's going to get another job, but is she? She's going to hang up the scissors, and, and I'm very proud of her. And um, does she I've know been, what she wants to do, or I'm going to get her some kind of like data entry, cush IT job, something like that. Yeah. Cool. Be easy. And then anything she can't figure out, you know, I can help her figure it out. Yeah. But her big selling point though, I've, we've been married for 13 years. We have known her for 17. Mm-hmm. I, in 17 years, I have never seen her call out sick or not go to work. Never. Yeah. 
So the determination, the drive, the ability to not be a piece of shit is very high. So, you know, we'll find somebody that'll take a gamble on no experience in that world and just know that she'll figure it out. Not going to bail on you or anything like that. And uh, But, yeah, I wanted to publicly say I'm very proud of her. And, yeah, congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. If you're listening. It's cool to hang up a career and start a new one. I mean, I did that. You've kind of always been in the computer world, but. Yeah, I've not done. Um, I did some stuff through college working in, in um, professional sound and, mm-hmm. and production stuff, yeah. uh, which lends to, to some of the stuff that we do. But even then, the other half of my job was setting up computers and, and yeah. tech stuff for, for customers at the university. Fucking so. nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back then I was not interested in computers. But I've, I've jumped ship twice now, and I've had two career changes since. Uh, but it's, it's very exciting, and I'm glad I'm in the one I'm in, and I think yeah. she will be also. So Cool. Yeah. Very good, man. Congrats to her, and uh, definitely good luck on whatever endeavors come her your y'all's y'all's way. That's the other thing too. Two month notice. Who do you know that gives a two month notice? Yeah. Nobody. She's a good check, man. She's a good check. She's a dedicated, loyal employee, so she doesn't want to leave them high and dry. She wants to make sure they're set up for success once she leaves because she's the shit. Oh, I know she is. I've yeah. I've heard lots of stories, and uh, who knows? Maybe. Uh, has she thought about just owning and operating one and not cutting? So remember, we've we've gone down that path before, and the, yeah, I guess and we the have. Um, she gets paid more with commission. If she owned the store, it she'd would have, have to be something that she's water bill, truly power bill, blah, 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 passionate rent. about, not just something that she's really good at. If she if it was her alone, her own shop, mm-hmm. she would probably do pretty well. She would probably she would make more money, but um, I, the it's the quality of life thing. Yeah, she's no, just sick of for it. Sure. I mean, think about it. Twenty years of dogs yipping all day long. I mean, eight hours a day. Just, rawr, 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 rawr. I mean, Dude, I got kids. I don't I, know. That's why one of the reasons she didn't ever wanted kids from a young age. She hated all that noise. Wanted to come home and just sit in silence. That's funny, but yeah, fair enough. Well, cool. Congrats and good luck to her and you guys. And uh, we're at about an hour, so yep. I don't have anything else to talk about. I don't either. Sweet. If you had something you want us to talk about or cover or look into, give us a shout. Check out the website. Use code pod, use code podcast for twenty percent off. You hop on our YouTube page and make a bunch of comments and piss me off. Yeah, definitely. Content <laughs> reply in all caps so he thinks yeah. you're pissed off. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. If you want to, if you want a uh, civil response from the company Whiskey and Whitetails, please use a method other than YouTube. If you email it, you'll get Gus, and he'll be like, oh, sorry you're experiencing this. You get to me, it, it won't be that. Cool. All right. Well, that should be how we end episodes. No, it shouldn't. All right. Cool. Have a good week. Is there any, What's next Monday? No, it's the Monday after. That's a holiday. What holiday is it? Oh. Know. It's Martin Luther King Day. There you go. All right. Apparently, uh... Joe Rogan just outed Wounded Warrior Project. Good. Excited we'll to listen that. to that. <laughs> On that, folks, uh, have, we'll see you next week. Bye.
you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.